0: from pennsylvania all the way down to florida today we are stopping in with peter fenton someone who i connected with on social media and has a powerful mental health journey to share peter welcome to a mental health break hey thank you so much for having me um
1: we've been following each other for a couple of years on social media now right
0: it's nice to get you connected here. I saw a post previewing mental health relation here and there. So that's when I start to reach out to guests on social media. It's You never know where you're going to find people that want to share their story, whether it's social media, it's a networking event. I try to do a little bit of everything because of the powerful stories that are out there. If this is your yeah. first time joining A Mental Health Break, this is the show that normalizes the it- conversation around mental health.
1: Thank you. It's, it's really exciting to be here. And um, like everybody has a story to tell, like in every possible industry, every possible type of life experience, we all have mental health, even if like our, yeah, our relationship with mental health, no matter what it is, everybody has one. Um, so when we all have stories to tell, so very excited
0: to be here. Absolutely. Just like a physical health, we all do have a mental health, and while we're talking about everybody having a different story, let's hear part of your story relating to mental health. Great. Um, Where do you want to start? Because, like, that's a huge question.
1: Um, Where... My goodness. I mean, I've been in therapy a couple times. Um, I am... So, I I guess I'll start by talking about, like, who I am, what I do, and because I think a lot of who I am, what I do, is informed by the mental health journey. So I am a, I am a playwright and screenwriter and producer of both film and theater. Um, I, I actually really like the article that we're gonna talk about later. Um, I really like the headline, um, how writing helps process trauma. I, I don't know if that was the exact wordage, but um, that is 100% true in my own writing. Um, I would say growing up, um, I, I, I have a, I have a wonderful relationship with my family and my parents. Um, I come from a great family. I went through, um, some difficult pieces of the journey. Um, I grew up in a very conservative religious community. Um, and that was, um, if, if anybody has seen the recent, like, Duggars documentary, IBLP, uh, shiny, happy people. It wasn't quite that, but um, that was like the direction, the sort of community I came from was heading. Um, And I am gay. Um, So like growing up gay in that community, I was it was just this weird situation of being very deeply invested in the religious community. And I would I would say that I still have some degree of faith to this day. Um, but just like disentangling myself from that, uh, just very, um, you know, close-minded world. The world's very black and white. You're either in or out. And as a gay person in that conservative Christian world, um, I was out. So there's just, there's a lot to unpack there. That's like the really quick version of the story. I mean, there's like, there's the multiple hours long version of the story. There's probably going to be the memoir version of the story someday um, when I'm age appropriate to write a memoir. But um, yeah, I mean, a lot of, like I said, I've been through therapy a couple times. times. Um, I've, I have a supportive family and supportive um, friends and, you know, whatever, but yeah, it's like, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the quick version of the story. I think um, if you have, Questions, I think I engage really well with questions. Well, um,
0: you, you mentioned that you had you had a tough time in the conservative Christian world growing up. When times were getting really tough for you, when things were challenging, what are some things you did to improve your mental health, put yourself in a better mindset?
1: Therapy. Um, it, it's, it's the cliched answer. I, I know right. that. Um, but really, it's... I think the first step toward that is being able to... Figure out who your real friends are um, and figure out, like, be comfortable to voice that you don't know what to do. Um, I think just being able to put words to what it is you're going through. And I mean, obviously, I mean, I was born as a gifted wordsmith. So I'm very fortunate that I have been able to verbalize my story and my feelings, Um But I think just being able to start that conversation with friends and then finding when it's appropriate to take it to professional help. Um, Because like friends, friends love you, friends support you, family can love you, support you. Um, But it really like there's only so far that people can help who are untrained professionals Um, and a great friend. Will be able to support you along the way and also recognize when when they've reached the end of what they can do as a friend um, and help you get the help that you need. so yeah. I, I think yeah. it's just like having the courage to be vulnerable and to verbalize what it is you're going through that's th- that's the whole thing.
0: I like' your, you're touching on a lot of great points. there communication. I think that's something that is huge and putting the right people in your circle. It's okay. As you get older, we drift apart from different people, different groups of people, just things change, but being able to surround ourselves with people we trust enough to be vulnerable. Like you're saying, that's really when we get our most healing. Uh, It's not easy out there for everyone, mental health journey. We have our ups and downs in life. We just try to do our best we can when the downs, especially in entrepreneurship, as you know, as well, the ups are great oh, yes. and the downs go down very deep and then up and down and there's all mental health tied to that. But for both of us, we have a bit of writing tuned into our mental yes. health tool chest. We both are big fans of writing. For me, it will take my mind off whatever is going on. I just get yep. in the zone. And in the beginning, I could find myself when I'm writing this book behind me, Left for Dead, hours and hours and hours, 10 hours, like the beginning, first book, just so obsessed with the process because of the mental health benefits. But do you have any advice for anyone out there, Peter, struggling today that you can help them get through a tough time? But before we get to that, I'd love to hear a quick word from our show sponsor, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, and you can find all of their information in the show description.
2: Are you constantly exhausted and overwhelmed? Do you struggle with your confidence or self-esteem? Are you ready to live a life with more passion, courage, and excitement? At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to be there for you every step of the way. While we understand that change may be difficult, we have a proven track record of helping our clients live a more joyous and meaningful life. Whether you are looking to overcome some current life challenges or you are looking to do some deeper healing, we are here to help you. Our compassionate approach to therapy is rooted in building your confidence and insight while helping you gain mastery of your life. If you would like to learn more about our services, or you would like to schedule a free consultation with one of our clinicians, please visit us at www.tampacounselingandwellness.com or simply call or text us at 813-520-2807. We look forward to growing with you, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, where it is okay to not be okay.
1: Oh, um, I recently heard, and like, this is kind of generic advice. I, I know this, but... I recently heard, if you don't have thoughts in your head, read. If you have too many thoughts in your head, write. Um, So, like, I, for whatever reason, when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, if you are, like, I think a lot of my own mental health journey has been, like, so much rattling around in my head that, like, I had to get something out creatively mm-hmm. uh, to process some of this emotion. I mean, processing processing through what we go through is hard, and it's hard if you don't have some kind of creative outlet. And creative outlet could be could look different on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like to to take that generic advice a little further, I would say figure out something that you enjoy, uh, something that you enjoy creating, or um, just enjoy. Throwing yourself into, um, like, I know a lot of people play music, a lot of people write, a lot of people cook. Um, maybe cooking is a creative outlet. That's certainly not mine, but um, mm-hmm. could be, could be somebody's thing. Um, just like getting yourself doing something that could be enjoyed by somebody. It could be just for yourself, but it could be something that you could end up sharing with people. Um,
0: Creativity we, is certainly a uh, creativity is one of the best mental health boosters out there being creative. And you, you can create with words, as you mentioned, someone that likes to cook, they can create with food and food and ingredients. Um, you're crushing it today. I think those are just really important points that I always try to stress. Again, the courage to be vulnerable, having that support yeah. group around you is very, very important. I Even as an entrepreneur, the I do most of the things on my own but I can't do them on my own. I have Zooms like right now today, putting these podcasts together. We need that human to human interaction. Don't get isolated as entrepreneurship tends to get too quick. But before we go back to that spotlight story, that writing can help us hear from trauma article. You can scroll down in the show description to follow along with Peter and I. The floor is yours, Peter, before we get to that. Is there anything else you would like to touch on relating to mental health? Anything else you have going on in your life? Well,
1: so it's it's interesting that, you know, when we're talking about creativity and the way that, you know, I've processed through mental health with creativity. Um, I will, of course, plug my two projects that are out there right now. Um, so I, for the listener at home who may not know me, um, I just had a show premiere off Broadway. Um, oh, it's called Man in All Hope. Um, it is... And it is it's a story that was very much born out of my relationship with mental health um, and the and also the the religious trauma aspect of it, too. Um, It is a dramedy play that follows three college freshmen who have died and arrived in hell. The demon who's in charge of them challenges them to a game. The winner will go to heaven at the cost of the other two's eternal torture. Um, so that's like the basic story description. And you're but the director, you the director I, of this play. Um, writer and producer. I actually did I not direct producer. it. Um, but I obviously wrote the script and I made the stars align so that the art could happen. Um I am I mean, I'm I'm only like 28 years old. I barely know
0: um i, I barely that's, know that's incredible accomplishment right. at, at your age already to write and produce this display. play <laughs> um i'll have to ask you before we go live to send any link or any more information yeah on that play absolutely. and you mentioned you have one more project
1: yeah um i'm gonna close the loop on the abandon all hope thing because I, I was going somewhere with that um the what i did in the process of creating that show i mean i wrote that in quarantine Um, right when I was isolated by myself, um, in you know, my 500 square foot apartment, uh, that I live in alone. Um, and I basically took my three, like, three big insecurities that I've had to work through mental health wise, and I have personified them through these three main characters who are going through hell. Um, and so I've just taken this, this journey. And one of them is like a really religious person. And one of them is a, an activist who is not like when push comes to shove, she's not actually as progressive as she projects to be. Right. And another one is um, a guy who's reconciling with his sexuality and um, owning who he is. And so I took those three characters and have really just processed, especially who I was in college. Um, And I was able to develop this story and process so much on the page that was like really intended just for me, uh, just to make peace with my past and such. But people have been resonating with this show. Um, And I think that the courage to be vulnerable and to share, to process on the page creatively, I think there's potential by getting specific. You can actually spread a really broad message um, to people of hope and of, um, you know, life and humanity, because despite the title Abandon All Hope, I, I do actually intend to leave people with a little more hope than they had coming in.
0: Well, I think um, you' you're not alone and other people are not alone, and that's exactly what you're showing everyone out there that your story can relate to other people, that they're not alone battling that journey. I think that's really, really important work, and you mentioned you're only twenty eight, so only bigger things to come.:
1: Yeah, um I actually don't know when this episode's coming out. I'm still twenty seven but my birthday's coming up soon <laughs> um. But the other project that I've got going on um, also happens to be mental health related. Um, this is a short psychological thriller um, mm-hmm. that I've written for Dadley Productions. Um, it's an independent film studio in central Pennsylvania. Um, the director, Brad Hawkins, and I wrote the script together um, following a man who intends to end his life on... On air, he's a radio DJ um, who has been pushed to the breaking point and is, is like kind of tripping out and he's in this really dark place. Um, but then the, a fateful phone call uh, changes what's going on um, on his live radio show. It's right. a short film, it's like 30 minutes long, but it is powerful. Um, just the way that we have shaped the story and the way that the director um had these actors portray um this really powerful moment of um you know saving a life and you you have to get
0: me those links right when you're done with this that way i can make sure i put those uh, in the description i'm sure there'll be a lot of people tuning in today who would love to learn a little more
1: yeah, um Night Voices is currently out on the film festival circuit. There are a couple uh film festivals around the country where there are um where it is being shown, but I can I can definitely send you the link to the IMDb page and yeah, whatever uh,
0: I can do to help you and let other people become aware of your work. Yeah. So,
1: both excellent projects. We're working on trying to get the next staging of Abandon All Hope um somewhere in central Pennsylvania probably. Um we have a promising we we have a promise. We have a couple leads on places uh, to stage that show. Um, we're hoping for like a real run off Broadway or on Broadway. Um, we just had one performance a couple weeks ago, um, but great show, great cast. We sold out. Everyone loved it. Um, you yeah. know, I don't know. Things are things are looking up. I think um, the work that I've been doing is going to be touching a lot of people, and
0: I'm so I'm. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, I think you're a lot of this is for me. <laughs> I'm, I think you're on your way to doing bigger and bigger things in the mental health world. That's why I had a feeling you'd be a great fit for this show. And you just heard a lot about how he writes. He takes care of his mental health on the on a larger scale. But we do not all have to write on that scale to improve our mental health. Scroll down in the episode description to follow along this Harvard Business Review article. It's titled, Writing Can Help Us Heal From Trauma. I'm going to go over a bit of it, and then we'll bring back Peter on to hear his take. A certain kind of guided, detailed writing can not only help us process what we've been through and assist us as we envision a path forward, it can lower our blood pressure, strengthen our immune systems, and increase our general well-being. Expressive writing can result in reduction in stress, anxiety, and depression, and improve our sleep and performance, bringing us greater focus and clarity. I can certainly agree with that. These effects of writing as a tool for healing are well-documented, and if you go into this uh, article, you'll see a couple research studies shown. One showing back in 1986, it showed the impact of writing on mental health. Since then, 200 research studies have been reported that emotional writing can improve people's physical and emotional health. Scroll down in the article from there, we see writing that heals and a few ways we can get going. Everyone out there practicing writing on your own. If you're interested in trying it out as a tool for healing, these are three practices with prompts to get you started. I'll preview them now. The first is don't hold back. The writing is for you. First and foremost, don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about what anyone else might think or if it's well-written or fair. Set a timer, for example, 10 minutes. Keep your head moving and free write. Don't overthink. Write your own words, notes, sentences, phrases. Everything will bubble up and you can combine it later. Two, no detail too small, no feeling too large. Someone in this article is referred to as quoting this. To get the feelings and the truth of your experience, let your mind go to the detailed, specific moments. Power is in the details because they make it real for us. Access what really happened by returning it to even the small moments, the minute, the ground you in the experience. You might find the smallest detail brings out the largest truth or feeling. Make room for all of that and capture your experience and its vastness and depth. And number three, Reach for revelation and be sure to scroll down here to get the prompts on all three of these. As the world has altered around us, we've been altered too. We may have learned what matters, what doesn't, what gets us through. We may have learned about ourselves. Reach for those lessons as you write. And I love that. Peter, what are some of your takeaways from this write up from Harvard Business Review? I'm inclined, if Harvard says something,
1: it's probably worth listening to <laughs> yeah for sure i I think this is this is fantastic, um especially that first point that the writing is primarily for y- you, like um i, I re- the the one thing that I don't want people to take away from listening to my story is that you know you have to go and make this your career. Mm-hmm. nobody should feel that way, but writing and creating art. And I think that this can apply to a lot of the the other creative pursuits we were talking about, like yep. photography or music or, you know, cooking or whatever. I think that, yeah, no, no detail is too small and no feeling is too large. Um, yep. We were able to create these, these feelings are able to be much more manageable when we can put them into words. Yes. And I think finding... The words to describe what's going on can I mean I don't know I'm not a certified mental health professional so please don't take any of this as professional advice but of course of I course. feel like I feel like it can make these problems a bit smaller or a bit more like, oh, I can get the help that I need to take this on this is not quite so big that it will completely
0: consume me. I don't know, there's there's something there. I, I love that. Doing the amount of writing that is best for you. Again, going back to what works for us, I try to stress that all the time. What works for some doesn't work for everyone. We try things in different moderations. I think everyone out there, if you're not a regular writer, if you don't really put pen to paper, you don't really type out anything other than a social media post here, there are a few emails a day. Give it a shot like everything. It may take some time right for a few days. This is a five, 10 minute timer. I think you'll love the way it makes you feel. And with that, Peter, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join our community of mental health advocates. I look forward to checking out these films more in detail. Everyone's going to be able to scroll down. I'll have you send me all of your info. But for everybody tuning in, listening on the road today, where can they find you on the road online? Excuse me the road um yeah
1: online um well first of all thank you so much for having me this was this was a wonderful conversation um you can find me on instagram and twitter at peter fent so just like start typing my name but then stop um because you know there's a there's a semi-famous venture capitalist named peter fenton who took all my usernames um but you can also find me on you can find me on Facebook as well. I have a fairly large following on Facebook. Um it's um facebook.com slash Peter Fenton. I was able to claim that one. Um and then you can also you can also find my uh my website. It's um by peterfenton.com, BY Peterfenton.com. And yeah this um if if something that I said connects with you, um, please reach out. I would love to I would love to hear your story. I would love to um, point you in any direction that I can to help you or you know whatever. Um, this was great.
0: Thank you all so right. much for having me. You're very welcome. Everyone out there, be sure to go check out all the great content he has. And we are at a mental health break and at Vincent A. Lancy on all social media. Be sure to head to YouTube to check out a behind the scenes video clip from today's conversation. We are at Vincent A. Lancy again on YouTube. I think you'll love because now YouTube has podcasts that it doesn't. I can't stream to YouTube from my hosting site yet, but now they have a podcast thing. So I had to re change everything from a playlist to a podcast. But we are there um so let cool. <laughs> check it out everyone and peter's got a lot of great stuff going on be sure to head to his content now and with that we're signing off from pennsylvania down to florida thank you again peter thank you